0: are the mystery history podcast i'm allison i'm rachel welcome to episode 137 on the murder of bobby kent yep yep it's our first episode back from our spring break vacation we missed you
1: we did miss you you hope i didn't i did have nice times not having to do notes (laughs) that (laughs) was kind (laughs) of (laughs) late
0: that way it's 10 o'clock right now we're both very tired um yeah 10 o'clock on
1: easter because we're
0: terrible we should have recorded this earlier in the week we should have but we are procrastinators and this is how we roll this is how we roll (laughs) (laughs) so we thank you for allowing us to take a little break we hope you missed us as much as we missed you but we're back We are back. And we've got some good news. I think we let it slip last episode that we reached our 100,000 downloads that we were looking for uh, to do a giveaway. And we are currently at 101,000 downloads. So we are ready to do our giveaway. We're ready. Are you ready? I think they're ready. I think they're ready. So what we're going to do is we are going to post a giveaway giveaway image on our instagram and facebook pages how you need to enter the giveaway is you need to like that picture and you need to tag a friend of who might enjoy listening to our podcast um, that will get you one entry into our giveaway if you would like to have another entry into the giveaway you can share any one of the pictures that we have on facebook or instagram Pick an episode that you really liked, um, a meme that we posted that was funny, whatever, um, and share that with your people. And that will count as another entry into our giveaway. Did they have to tag us when they share? Yes, if something? you could. Yes, if you could tag us um, either in the, you know, in the comments section or somewhere just so we can keep track of the giveaway. Um tallies and how many entries you get so that way whenever we put that all into the wheel of giveawayness um we can make sure you, we log all the entries for that so we will be stopping the giveaway on april 28th which is a friday like three weeks from now so you've got plenty of time to get that in and then we will announce the winner on the 28th um with who is the winner and we're giving 49. away what we're stopping it on the 28th and
1: announcing it on oh twenty
0: you're right, you're right okay so we'll stop it on the 28th <laughs> and we'll announce the winner on the first of May. how about that deal <laughs> that sounds um, better I'm like hold on <laughs> yeah I'm
1: gonna you're going right. through all that in one day
0: <laughs> yeah and we'll announce it on our episode uh that we release on May 1st and then we will uh, post the winner on our Instagram and Facebook pages. And this giveaway, we've never done this before, this item, and we're giving away a tank top because sun's out, guns out. And we love tank tops. We love tank tops. That's like my favorite item of clothing. For sure. That and leggings. Those are my two, two jams.
1: You said leggings. Yeah. Yeah. I also or- love a good hoodie. I don't know. Mm. This could go a lot of ways here. <laughs>
0: I'm really partial to the zip up hoodie. Um like the lightweight kind of situation. Yeah, yeah I've huh. really gotten into that. But and I've also really gotten into biker shorts. Like I don't even oh. care anymore about my life and what I look like, I feel. Um I love biker shorts. <laughs> there we went to to Disney for our vacation and I lived in those things. I mean, whenever it's not you don't want to wear denim to Disney Park no absolutely
1: not so
0: bike shorts are where it's at you're gonna get a rash wearing denim shorts to disney <laughs> right well then if you get on a ride and you get wet and then it's like sticking to you, you're I don't definitely know. gonna get a rash i'm just as i'm i've gotten older i just i'm all about that comfort all around i don't even care yeah. what i look like anymore so if you see me on nobody public,
1: else cares either right like I, I truly know.
0: i feel yeah. like that's that's what it's all about nowadays. Is just be comfortable, you just know. Just be comfortable.
1: Don't you're not Always. trying to impress
0: anybody. Mm-mm. If it's you see much. me out in public, guaranteed tank top and leggings or biker shorts. Nowadays, that's what I live in. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so we're excited about that giveaway. Um, I don't have a tank top of ours.
1: I don't either. But we I need think, one, obviously.
0: Yeah, I think we're gonna get some. During this this uh, ordering situation. So uh, we have a couple of different options as far as the tank tops go. We have men's and women's in two, I think, different, um, different graphics. We've got just the OG Mystery History Podcast um, microphone. And then we also have the True Crime Till I Die with the skeleton in the bath with beer. Mm-hmm. So and we'll let you pick. You can pick whatever <laughs> you like. You can have whatever you like. <laughs> that song's so good. Anyway,
1: it is so good, classic.
0: So, like always, right. last announcement: like, share, subscribe, tell everyone. Yep, sh- shout it from especially the rooftops. now that we're
1: doing a giveaway. Oh yeah, the time. I because mean, that's
0: time. A- giveaways are my favorite because free stuff is always the best stuff.
1: I love how you and I tag one another in the giveaway stuff like it's good to have a friend like that that you know like you'll probably check it out if I tag you in something you'll at least look at it to see what it is and I do the same for you but you're like always the one whether I'm like definitely Allie
0: I'm just right. like Allie Allie <laughs> <laughs> always <laughs> it's it's important to have that person in your life that you can just tag in things and yeah. there'll be no questions
1: yeah, because <laughs> I want I want to sign up for stuff sometimes that like I don't really know anybody else that would be interested. So you're my girl. All right.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we are excited about that giveaway. We hope that you win a tank top, whichever one you choose. We're probably going to get some tank tops also. And then we can tank top it up this summer in spring because right. here we are.
1: And it's hot already
0: it freaking is ridiculous i can't believe it's april to be honest like we have a, a thing at the end of this month that we're doing with our girls and i'm like oh april is so far away and i'm like wait we're in april
1: it <laughs> is april i know i still need to find somebody to watch geo for that
0: <laughs> Coming quick
1: i know i need to get on it it's not good we'll do it it'll be fine
0: we, yes. we fly by the seat of our pants every day of our lives and it always works out it does some all right well i think do you have any other business related things you'd like to discuss i do not no. okay well why don't you get i don't know anything about this so um...
1: i do obviously and i already did but i watched a movie that was made after the fact um, starring Brad Renfro and some or other people, people, but he's the most important in my mind. Um, but I already knew about this, and it's this case like interests me so much just because of the age of the people, how many people were involved, and the fact that the victim is pretty hard to feel bad for, but mm-hmm. not, but like, obviously didn't deserve to die spoiler alert to handle things (laughs) yeah (laughs) if you didn't if you couldn't tell from the title (laughs) of the episode somebody dies um but yeah I don't know it's just an interesting case so I'm interested to get your take on it
0: (laughs) okay well why don't you get us started and we can get to learning
1: all right well there's lots of people involved so we can try to kind of remind people who people are as we go but Bobby Kent. Um, was the son of Iranian immigrants Fred and Farah Kent their last name was originally Payam but they changed it to Kent Um, and he was born May 12th 1973 Martin Joseph Puccio Jr usually referred to as Marty was born on March 21st 1973 in Brooklyn New York and was raised in Hollywood Florida so these two boys had known one another since third grade And they grew up on the same block in hollywood florida they remained close friends all through high school though using the term friend to classify their relationship doesn't seem right when you get into the details of what this friendship
0: entailed Mm. okay
1: according to puccio when he was a young boy he would sometimes come home from kent's house with bruises sometimes he would be bleeding His parents took notice, and they urged him to stop associating with Bobby Kent. However, um, what was passed off as roughhousing that got out of hand was later to be revealed to be physical abuse. So they just thought that they were roughhousing, and they were like, hey, you don't want to be around this kid. Like, give him up. But it was actual, like, physical abuse that he was enduring. Wow. Wow. And for some reason, Puccio was unable to break ties with this abusive friend of his, um, all the way up until when they were older. Marty was six foot, so he was tall. Bobby was like five, four. I mean, he was a short guy. Um, but Bobby always had the edge physically, and he also was just sadistic and mean. So he had this like mean streak that Marty couldn't really fight off.
0: That's terrible.
1: Now, I know. At one point, Marty wanted to escape Bobby's bullying so bad that he begged his parents to move. And they said no. Because, I mean...
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that, a lot. Just stop hanging out lot. with the kid. like Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, that's just... As an adult, like, we can't just pick up and leave. I mean, in some cases, it's probably better if you do. But yeah. That's always uh, for SETI 2020. Um, they declined, but... Bobby fled to New York to stay with relatives and got out for a little while, but he returned back to Florida after mm. a bit.
0: Wow. So it was enough to make him leave. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. He was desperate.
0: Both sets of parents were weary of the friendship as well. Puccio's parents, Martin Sr. and Veronica, were concerned because Marty often returned from being with Kent bleeding or covered in bruises. Fred Kent, a successful stockbroker, thought of Puccio as a wayward slacker who had no future. Puccio had dropped out of high school in the 11th grade. And he also felt that the friendship with his son would destroy the future he was trying to help him build. The Kent's short, dark, handsome, and popular son did well at South Bro. Broward High School attended community college and had solid solid career ambitions. So he was like going places.
1: Yeah. So Bobby got decent grades at least and was in community college, was doing things, and Marty just wasn't doing much. Mm. The boys spent a lot of time at the gym so this is when they're older out of high school um later the group of friends testified that both boys use steroids and that kent's already aggressive personality worsened from from the drugs yeah so he was already from childhood like aggressive and mean and then he started taking steroids
0: not a good idea folks Don't take steroids.
1: (laughs) Yeah, probably just don't do it at all. But like, (laughs) definitely not if you're already mean.
0: (laughs) Right. I feel like I'm pretty aggressive, and I would never take steroids (laughs) because I don't know what would happen.
1: Don't need to be any more aggressive and angry. No. Something else that I thought was interesting: Puccio and Kent. They were involved in the gay prostitution subculture that apparently was rampant in southern florida at the time which is in the 90s to what degree mm-hmm. it's not known and by all accounts neither of them is gay
0: that's very so it's interesting
1: like, it is interesting and i feel like maybe some of bobby's I, that is such a mm. that is such a leap I don't even feel like I should say it because like say I it. have absolutely no evidence whatsoever but maybe some of Bobby's bullying was because maybe he was gay
0: and he didn't know how to
1: and he couldn't yeah he wasn't free to be himself and he felt trapped and he behaved that way but again I have absolutely no legs to stand on with that it's just a thought
0: well, and it's always easier, too, whenever you're picking on somebody who is essentially a close friend and you know you're going to win every time. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's always yeah. easier to go into it knowing that, well, I'm going to win this fight. And that's why you pick them so frequently, because there's nothing to lose, essentially, even though it's a terrible thing to do um,
1: right.
0: to somebody who's supposed to be your friend. Right. I don't know. That it's could be weird. Weird.
1: Weird situation um but anyways again it's it's largely unknown to um what degree they were involved in this but it's speculated that bobby kent was potentially pimping out marty puccio at clubs and kent and puccio had also experimented with making gay pornography movies hoping to distribute them to local shops now neither kent nor puccio actually participated Mm -hmm in the movies that they were making, but um, they were just allegedly directed by them. And they coaxed a uh, Florida man in his forties to perform on camera for them.
0: Okay. Cause that was going to be my next question. Were they together making these movies and they were like the stars or what? So no on that. Yeah. They, they just... were not
1: the stars of these movies, um, but they, were both involved in making them. Um Kent tried to peddle a movie that they had made titled Rough Boys to porn shops across Southern Florida, but nobody took him up on the offer because the quality of the video was so bad, the audio was poor, and it also (laughs) showed a distinct lack of any sexual activities in the film beyond (laughs) the man Dancing nude and playing with a dildo.
0: I mean, they want some cinematography transitions.
1: Got to throw some pizzazz in those videos (laughs) if you're going to go sell them. (laughs) But I don't, I don't know. I don't know who was the instigator in the situations. If they were both wanting to be involved in making a gay pornography movie, like I don't know if they wanted to do both of them wanted to do that or like what the idea was there so you know you don't get a whole lot of info it just happened and we know it happened
0: (laughs) okay in early 1993 at the age of 20 marty was dating lisa conley lisa was 18 years old and she was in love like you do when you're 18 years old Mm -hmm. however there was one problem lisa could not stand marty's best friend bobby Bobby would bully Lisa, calling her a whale due to her weight, and he treated Marty poorly. I mean, all his life, right? What what did they yeah, think forever. was gonna change?
1: And girlfriend wasn't even like heavy. She liked normal weight. <laughs>
0: like... Yeah. He's just being mean.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: To try to distract Bobby so he would leave her and Marty alone, Lisa set him up with her friend Alice Willis, which is terrible. Like, Which
1: is awful.
0: <laughs> don't set up your friend with a guy who is a, an absolute dick. These just people's like...
1: terminology of friendship is like so lack. <laughs> like, absolutely not. I would never set no. you up with somebody I didn't like, especially somebody that I knew was like, somewhat dangerous
0: well like... and just it seems to kind of get the heat off of her own self like oh well maybe he won't pick on me if he's got somebody else to look at and call a big fat whale like that's yeah, terrible i'm sure
1: she was thinking if he finds a girlfriend he'll leave us alone a little bit
0: mm-hmm. she went by the nickname ally which is a great name Alice, uh, Alice Willis was 17 years old and had a baby from another relationship. So not only is Lisa trying to get Allie involved in this crazy man, but also her baby. Um, Mm. (laughs) Allie and Bobby only had a relationship for a few weeks before she called it off. Uh, Good girl. She claimed that Bobby Kent was physically abusive and moved back home with her parents to Palm Bay in Florida. In June, Puccio confided to Conley that Kent had been abusive to him quite often over the years. Conley tried to convince him to end the friendship, but Puccio seemed hesitant. By this time, Conley knew she was pregnant with Puccio's child and was determined to pursue a permanent relationship with him. So she's trying to get him away from him, but you'd think that if they were going to have that split it would have happened a long time ago you know it seems like now they've got this gay porn ring thing going on like it seems like maybe they have a lot of dirt on each other too like and i don't know
1: i don't know either but honestly if having a girlfriend that's pregnant is not enough of a catalyst to like knock it off Yeah, There's not Mm -mm. gonna be. Right. And it's not like... I mean, the... I understand it as like he has tried to knock it off. And it's Mm -hmm. not possible. So not really just like he doesn't want to not be friends. I feel like Marty just cannot get rid of Bobby. Yeah. He cannot figure out how to get rid of him. And I'm pretty sure... That during the time that Bobby and Allie were together, he raped her. Oh my. Like not only was he physically abusive, I believe he allegedly, I should say, raped Mm -hmm. her also. So he was scary and dangerous to her too. You said he was 5'4"? I don't know if he was actually 5'4". I said that and then I'm thinking, I don't know if he actually was. I was looking at something that had their heights on it
0: i mean we're both was... tall women like i'm 5'9 and you're what 5'10 so i mean yeah we're large ladies yes, but i are. don't know a 5'4 if somebody was 5'4 and tried to rape me i would laugh at them be like are you really gonna try this
1: well she was tiny yeah was. i don't
0: i don't have that problem but yeah it's no. that sucks I know, a
1: 5'4 person I don't think would be able to rape either of us. However, (laughs) um, (laughs) I'm pretty sure Allie was little. and 17. Yes, 17. Whoa, 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 whoa. This thing I'm looking at says that he was 6'3".
0: Oh, well, that's a good height.
1: That's completely different than everything else I was reading, though. Marty was six foot and was the tall one. How was he the tall one if Bobby Kent was
0: 6'3"? Right. That
1: doesn't make any sense.
0: Maybe he was wearing platform shoes that day or something.
1: Yeah, like
0: 45-inch heels. Because it seems like also he's got kind of like a little man syndrome is what it seems could be a I thing.
1: Agree. And I don't believe that he was 6'3". I think that this is like mixing things up just from me like looking at it because that does not make any sense to me.
0: Well, we're going to go with 5'4", even if that's not true. So just he's, know I'm
1: sorry, he's not five four. <laughs> Donald Semenek, who is somebody else coming up, was five four. I remember seeing one of the guys was five four and thinking, damn, that's short. Like and he's involved in this. So I'm like, I would just knock his ass over. Right. <laughs> but Allie was only five three. And okay. I'm not sure how tall Bobby Kent was. However, she was she was a little girl. Like mm-hmm. she was five five three. That's short. So Yes. Anyways, now that we've discussed everybody's <laughs> height to death, what they are and what they are not. Um, on July 13th, Lisa called Allie and told her that if she didn't move back from Palm Bay to be with Bobby Kent, he would murder her and smother her baby.
0: Holy shit, that escalated quickly
1: it's not known if Bobby actually said this or if Lisa made it up to get her back
0: Wow Either way, that's terrible
1: That's messed up
0: Terrible <laughs> That's
1: that's totally terrible So whoever said it, whether it was Lisa or Bobby Not okay mm-hmm. So Allie returned With her two friends, 17-year-old Donald Semenek, who is (laughs) (laughs) 5'4". And also her current boyfriend, and 18-year-old Heather Swallers, which is just like one of her friends. On the night of July 13th, 1993, Puccio, Semenek, Swallers, Connolly, and Willis met with Kent. That was a lot of last people's names, like last names for people. And then I feel like basically everybody you know so far was there.
0: Meeting with Bobby.
1: Meeting with Bobby. Mm-hmm. So Marty, Donald, and Heather became uncomfortable. And they left. Okay. So that means that... That was just Lisa, Allie, and Bobby left. Okay. So Lisa and Allie lured Bobby to a new development under construction with the promise that he would be able to drive Allie's Mustang 50 and have sex with her. While her friend was just hanging out. Because, you know, that's
0: cool. That sounds like a good day for a man. Driving a Mustang and having some sexual relations
1: while somebody else watches <laughs> right <laughs> lisa had brought along her mother's pistol intending to kill kent while he was distracted by his sexual activities with Allie, but she wasn't able to go through with shooting him
0: that is so dangerous if you told me listen i'm going to have you have sex with this dude and while you're doing it i'm gonna shoot him in the face no like that that no, could be that would
1: be so traumatizing.
0: <laughs> well and what if she misses like
1: yeah like not only is it dangerous but like best case scenario you're coming out of that with like the rest brains. of your life needing therapy
0: <laughs> when you're gonna get brains on you like at the end of the day like, like you're yes, getting you are wow
1: not okay. with, these
0: are terrible all of these people are kind of like just terrible
1: every single person is and they're all like children like they're all 17 18 19 20 like all very young people
0: just making terrible decisions
1: yeah like the worst decisions
0: like (laughs) in what world would you be like okay that sounds great let's do that let's i'll do all of that <laughs> like no she came back she got away but Owly. she was
1: afraid that he was going to come kill her and her baby and you know what he scared her so bad that she believed that
0: yeah and if and if he actually didn't say that and lisa just made that up shame on her like that's shame. terrible
1: that's real messed up to think about, even saying,
0: and that's supposed like, to, to be a friend. That up.
1: Yes, this is her friend. Like that is just, and Allie was only with Bobby for a couple of weeks, right? If I moved away and had been in a relationship for a couple of weeks, and then somebody said, "Hey, that guy you were like with for a couple of weeks is gonna come kill you and your baby."
0: I don't know. That is so weird
1: that she was like, really? Like, well, okay. It.
0: Well, and if let's just say that that's true and that Bobby actually wanted to kill her and her baby. Why would they like if I was Allie, I would be the one that would want to take him out. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to do this. Ruse. She's just
1: helping. Yeah.
0: Jeez. Oh, Jeez Louise.
1: She's just helping. Yeah, there's damn just, kids like making this plan because they all want to get rid of this guy. Basically, I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay, so Lisa contacted Derek Kaufman, he was an alleged 20 year old hitman, 20 with, years like, old
1: with like the mob, and he like was not, he just told people that. <laughs> <laughs> and people Derek. believed him.
0: Okay, so Derek, along with Lisa's cousin. Another Derek for Zinco, which I'm probably saying totally wrong, but that's what we're going with. Met up with the five of them um, late on the night of July 14th, 1993. The seven joined together at Puccio's house and finalized their plans. Puccio contacted Kent and convinced him to come out with a group that night with the promise that they would race their cars and that Allie wanted to have sex with him again. Again. not true Mm-mm. so she had to go through with all that and like have sex with this dude and didn't even get like the fact that he so. shot
1: like i think so
0: uh okay the group assembled their weapons between them they had two knives a lead pipe and a baseball bat so no gun this time and i feel no like
1: gun this time
0: if you're a hitman, you're gonna have a gun
1: he said he was going to bring a gun and he showed up with a baseball bat.
0: <laughs> what a hit, man.
1: Uh, okay. I don't know.
0: <laughs> this is in Florida. It Weird in shit Florida. happens in Florida. Um, around 11.30 p.m., they picked up Kent from his home and headed out to a construction site with Derek Kaufman in the trunk
1: Because to conceal he's him. He's not supposed to be there, yeah. don't have to explain why they brought
0: a hitman if they don't Mm -hmm. if he doesn't know that he's there when he's probably just hanging out in the trunk with like all these these knives and a lead pipe and a baseball (laughs) bat like this is nuts ridiculous do you remember did you ever ride around in trunks no i did one time no never me i remember putting melissa one of our friends In the trunk (laughs) when we went to the drive-in because she didn't want to pay to get in and I wasn't paying for it. Oh
1: gosh. I remember the car (laughs) I had had the back seats that like folded down so you could get to the trunk. And we used to put like one person in the middle and then four people in the back, but like one two people were sitting with their legs in the trunk. Uh Uh-huh. So dangerous. And I used to ride around with people in my trunk all the time like to get help
0: like
1: it was always close like down the street to the hotel for us to jump the fence to go swim in the pool
0: (laughs) oh my god
1: and stuff like that like over the summer yeah if we were going somewhere close and like just get in the trunk (laughs) like we don't have room in the car but get in the trunk
0: i would never (laughs) get in the trunk ever isn't that crazy that's crazy i don't think
1: i don't think i ever rode in the trunk of anything either maybe once but I mean,
0: we put people in trunks, but we never got in. We them. don't
1: do it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't do it. I don't no, know. I mean, and then
1: another thing I wanted to say that I feel like really highlights how young and like disorganized they are. One of their meetings, I don't know if it was before or after they brought the derricks into it, but one of their meetings to discuss what they were going to do was at a Pizza Hut. <laughs> Like, they all met at the Pizza Hut, and they're just talking about how they're going to kill this guy.
0: You remember when Pizza Hut had a buffet? Yeah. That shit was the best.
1: Did you know Pizza Hut used to be the biggest purchaser of kale?
0: No. Because they
1: decorated those buffets with kale, and then now <laughs> everybody eats it.
0: <laughs> uh, wow. They were entrepreneur. What is it? Real, uh... They were were before their time.
1: Right. Nobody was eating it. It was just for decoration. Wow. I guess I I don't even know if that's true, but I read it
0: somewhere. I'm I'm buying in. I'm all in on this. This Uh, I was
1: all in on it too. (laughs) So, anyways, they're on their way to this construction site.
0: So now what about the other Derek? Is he he in the car then?
1: Yes, all of them are there. So we've got Marty and Bobby, Allie. Um, Donald, Heather, Derek and Derek, and Lisa.
0: But one of the Derek's is in the trunk.
1: They're in two different cars, I think. And yes, Derek Kaufman, the hitman.
0: Is concealed.
1: With quotation marks. Yeah. Is in the trunk.
0: (laughs) If I ever hired a hitman, he'd at least have to be 40 plus years old.
1: Yeah, you're not allowed to be two years older than me when I'm 18.
0: (laughs) Right, No okay let's okay now that we've wrapped it up
1: just saying all right when they arrived at the site willis um which is ally in accordance with their plan took bobby off to a secluded spot where they were talking Mm -hmm. heather joined them there and while she and ally distracted bobby donald Semenek came up and stabbed kent in the back of the neck with a knife uh yeah okay when bobby asked for marty's help marty stuck a knife in kent's stomach bobby yelled out apologies but marty continued to stab him when bobby Ah. tried to flee marty donald and Derek kaufman followed him and they just continued to wound him At some point, Marty slit Bobby's throat and hit his head against the ground. And then Derek Kaufman approached and hit Bobby in the head with the baseball bat, which was the final blow.
0: I would have thought that Derek Kaufman would have been the one to slit the throat because he was the hitman. But like, or
1: to like start it and he didn't start it or either. Nothing
0: really. I mean, the baseball bat. And I feel like I would much rather hit somebody with a baseball bat, I guess, than to stab them repeatedly. Like that just seems yeah. so aggressive. I don't know. The baseball bats aggressive too, to the nog. Um, yeah. But there's just so much blood. I don't know.
1: I don't. And, you know, this is. I don't know for sure how long this took. Cause I feel like the only time I saw that somebody had like written down how long it took, they said that it took about an hour. Wow. But when you read it like that, you're like, this was done and over Best. with in like 10 minutes. Right. But something I read said it was an hour. And so they, oh.
0: so they wanted him to suffer.
1: They made him suffer. Yeah. And mm. I, Again, I'm not even a hundred percent sure that it took an hour, but the only time I saw anything written down about how long it took, it said an hour. Because again, <laughs> I'm there I like read this and I was like, again, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, like mm-hmm. then that was over. But it doesn't what I read did not line up with that. So after um Bobby was hit in the head with the baseball bat, Derek, Lisa's cousin, Derek. Donald Semenek, Marty Puccio, and Derek Kaufman all helped dump Bobby's body on the edge of the shore of the marsh, thinking that the alligators were definitely going to eat his body and they would not have any evidence of this going on. And then the group threw their weapons into the water.
0: With the body. Like, essentially. I think so. (laughs) Dumb. You always separate. Number 1. Number 2. Alligators. In the
1: movie they separated. <laughs> in the movie they did separate and then threw their the stuff in the water. But again from the things I've read, I didn't see anywhere where it said they separated. All I saw was that they threw the weapons in the water then.
0: Of course so, they didn't separate them. They're kids. They're like, children that
1: did not plan this out, which like honestly, like thank God they didn't plan it out well because the kids <sighs> It'd be real, real effed up if they planned it out well. But, like, what a freaking mess they have made.
0: Well, we all have come probably to the conclusion that Bobby was not a great person, right? But how terrifying would that be to be continually stabbed and trying to get away and continually be stabbed? Like, just followed and stabbed. people
1: you thought were your friends, too.
0: Yeah like Like, even if you are a
1: bully even if you are mean to some of these people like you thought that you were safe i guess is Mm -hmm. what it is just i don't know
0: and i just don't know how people can pull up you know do this ruse where they're acting like they're somebody's friend whenever really they're plotting to kill them the whole time like that would just be so hard, I feel like, to just act like everything's cool. Whenever you got Hitman, uh, Derek, Derek in the in the trunk. In the trunk.
1: Well, like- I will say to um some of these kids, I don't even think I don't think all of them, but some of them in the aftermath said that they did not think they were gonna kill Bobby. Like they did up. not think that was actually gonna happen. They thought they were like talking about it, but they thought they were just gonna beat him up. Wow. And well, and it seems
0: happened. like Marty wanted it to be done since he's the one that slit his throat. Yeah, I don't know. And how amazing is it that even after he's got his throat slit and stabbed a whole bunch of times, he still wasn't dead. And it took a baseball yeah. bat. Like, wow. Yeah. Okay. So four days later, Bobby's body was found. So the alligators did not do their job. No. Uh, Inside the pocket of the body was a driver's license identifying him as Bobby Kent. The scene was very brutal. There were trails of blood everywhere and evidence that Bobby had put up a fight. The cause of death was several stab wounds. There was a stab wound to his heart, but there was also stab wounds in his neck, stomach, shoulder, and back of his neck. Blunt force trauma was also found on his head, and he had a fractured neck. The stab wounds were also a number of different depths and sizes, indicating that more than one person attacked him and they used several murder weapons. The medical examiner was able to use the presence of maggots to estimate when Bobby had died and the maggots led them to believe that he had passed away four days before his body was found. Terrible. That's just gross in itself. Maggots. I'm not a fan of maggots. But like that's crazy.
1: Amazing that they can look at maggots on somebody and be like four days old.
0: Right. That is crazy. That's crazy. It is. Damn damn alligators. If they just would have ate the body, everything would have been fine.
1: They should not have gotten away with this. (laughs) (laughs) Like absolutely I'm so glad that they did not. And also, even if the alligators had, they still wouldn't have probably got away with it because. Of the fact that there's so many of them and they're yeah, so young. Um,
0: yep. Yeah, somebody so, would be talking.
1: Yeah, at some point for sure. Lisa Connolly confessed the murder to her mom. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Her mom then called Derek's mom, her cousin. Uh well, Lisa's cousin, her mom's sister, or whatever. Derek was told to turn himself in, which he did. He then led the police to where Bobby was, and the whole group was arrested on July 18th. So literally the day they found Bobby's body.
0: And what would have happened if she, Lisa wouldn't have involved her cousin? Like, would Which, they have- like,
1: why did she? Why'd you do that? She's so mean to the people that love her. I agree. Hey, best. Hey, best friend. You want to date the psycho? Hey, cousin. You want to come murder somebody? <laughs> oh, like <God>. what?
0: <laughs> Ugh. I don't.
1: I don't know. So they all gave the same motive to the police, saying that Bobby was a bully, and then none of them displayed remorse at the trial, which is curious because three of those people. Had never even met Bobby Kent prior to the night in question, and they still weren't remorseful.
0: Uh, This is like Lord of the Flies. Like, it's like a frenzy.
1: There's like something in the water in Florida.
0: (laughs) I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly.
1: (laughs) It's just so weird.
0: It is weird.
1: Because I'm even thinking back to now... I'd have to think back to that age. And when I say that age, I mean probably more like 17 than 19 or 20. Yeah. Like thinking back to when I was like 17. I just. There's no way. There's no No. way. No way.
0: I have never wanted to murder anyone ever. And people have been super mean to me. But (laughs) never in my life. (laughs) I've never, I don't know.
1: Who are you thinking of? People have been super mean to you.
0: I don't know. I, I guess that's not names. true. That's
1: not true.
0: I don't know. I just think if you're a good person, good things will happen to you, right? <laughs> and if you're yeah. a bad person like Bobby Kent, 15 people will destroy you in a construction site and all and of them I'll think go- it's a good idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll get caught five minutes later. I mean, I'm pretty sure that they were like, Lisa confessed to her mom. I want details on that. In the movie, her mom overhears her on the phone. Uh-huh.
0: So, like,
1: she didn't confess to nothing. Um, But she was telling people. And I guarantee that's just, like, so how that would be. Because when you're that age... Well, probably period. I don't know. I could just imagine being that age. Like, I couldn't keep a secret. No. I couldn't keep a secret to save my life. And there's so many of them.
0: Yeah. There's no way. Yeah.
1: Seven people were there. There's no Mm. way you're getting away with that. And then, two, they didn't even talk about anything. They didn't talk about, like, what they were going to do with the weapons after the fact. I don't think, or else they're just really, really stupid. Because <laughs> if you talked about it, you wouldn't have just thrown it in the water right there. And like it seems like the cards just all fell like boop, 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 real quick.
0: Right. Like, what did they talk about at Pizza Hut?
1: How to do it and not what to do after, I guess. Mm. But they also didn't super talk about how to do it very well either.
0: <laughs> Obviously not. I don't
1: know. It's very okay.
0: Martin Puccio was charged with first degree murder and originally was sentenced to death by electrocution on August third, nineteen ninety five. In 1997, the Supreme Court of Florida ruled that Puccio should not be executed due to mitigating factors, so his death sentence was commuted to life in prison, with the parole eligibility occurring in 25 years. He remains in custody at the DeSoto Annex in Arcadia, Florida. Mm -hmm. Donald Semenik was sentenced to life in prison, plus a concurrent 15-year sentence for conspiracy, he remains in custody at Lake Correctional Institute in Claremont, Florida. Derek Kaufman, that's the uh the hitman. Mm. He was sentenced to life in prison without parole for 25 years, plus a concurrent 30-year sentence for conspiracy. He remains in custody in the Tomoka Correctional Institute near Daytona, Florida.
1: Uh, I'm gonna hop in here. Donald Simonek and Derek Kaufman something else I read said that they were both at the same institution and it's not either of those. I left this because I don't know. I couldn't find it. Um, But both of them allegedly have not been behaving in prison. Like they both have drug charges and like other charges of like not listening or whatever it's called insubordination Mm -hmm. type situations. Um, So they're just like, breaking rules still
0: wow so they're just career criminals at this point i mean they're never going to get out
1: it doesn't seem like it because it looks like they keep getting in trouble now marty puccio he also i mean is i'm not saying that he's um going to go get out on parole or anything but i think that he's behaving and there's actually another podcast um out there where they two girls interview him and interview his daughter which is who lisa was pregnant with at the time of the murder um so that oh was yeah i
0: forgot she was pregnant
1: interesting yeah she was pregnant wow. um so that was kind of interesting but that is out there in the world but i think he's behaving he actually like sounded
0: sad about like,
1: it yeah like maybe not sad about it necessarily but he said like he would if he got out he would want to like go to high schools to speak to children about how like there are other ways to handle things and like don't do what I did basically kind of situations Mm -hmm.
0: so Lisa she was initially sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole But her sentence was overturned on appeal as unduly harsh and was reduced in 1988 to 22 years.
1: 1998.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, 1998. Um, So after having served only nine years, she was released in February 2004. So something just to note about Lisa, I mean, possibly, especially if what she said about Bobby saying that he was going to smother Ali's baby I mean maybe that caused her to fear for her unborn child's life because obviously
1: surely she was afraid something else said that he Bobby raped her too oh geez So, like, he was just a violent guy, and the fact that the person she was having a baby with couldn't get this guy out of his life, she probably was scared for her unborn child.
0: Yeah, not that that makes it right, obviously, but, like, I could see where that would be, like, the strong will to want to protect your child.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: And since Marty couldn't seem to break ties with him, that was the way that it had to be. Um, I don't know. So... Allie Willis was charged with second-degree murder and sentenced to 40 years imprisonment. Isn't it wild how different everybody's stuff was? Like Everybody Lisa's says versus is different. Yeah. So, um, she was sentenced to 40 years imprisonment and 40 years probation on May 19th, 1995. The sentence was reduced on appeal to 17 years. Willis was released from secure custody in September 2001, but she still remains on probation.
1: They all played very different roles in this, mm-hmm. and I think they were all sentenced, um, potentially, I mean, it looks like in the courtrooms they were together. I wonder if they all had the same judge, because they are uh-huh. kind of all over the place. They don't look real, like, it doesn't look like they're relating any of them. It's like... 40 years imprisonment with 40 years probation this other girl gets life right without the possibility of parole like it's kind of it is kind of just all over so I wonder if it is the same judge or not even though they did like I said play very different roles like Lisa was allegedly the one that came up with all of this and gathered mm -hmm. everybody together so her role was stronger than Allie's but Allie lured him out there and was part of that situation so i don't
0: know so Derek, the cousin he pleaded guilty to second degree murder he was sentenced to only 11 years in prison he was released from custody in october 1999 this probably also has to do with like plea deals and stuff like that also
1: Derek and heather had plea deals yeah sorry i lost my voice there for a second they both had plea deals And both of them, well, Derek did help move the body, Mm -hmm. but he didn't take part in the murder and he didn't take part in soliciting Bobby to get out there.
0: Right. So Heather, she pleaded guilty to second degree murder and was sentenced to seven years in prison. She was released from custody in February 1998. So very differing um, sentences across the board.
1: Yeah. So she was only in prison for like three years.
0: That's crazy. And yikes.
1: Maybe, maybe a little bit longer than that. Their sentencing was in 95 but they were all arrested. So maybe five years. But yeah. Wow. And all Heather did was be there. Right. Like Shh, she was just sh- present.
0: She did not pick the right group of friends.
1: She didn't even know most of these people either. She came down with Allie and didn't even know. Yeah. Like, as far as I know, didn't know Lisa or Marty or Bobby at all. Mm. She was just, like, there for this ride.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah. So... The murder resulted in a best selling true crime book in 1998 called Bully A True Story of High School Revenge, and that was written by Jim Schutz. Publishers Weekly stated that it was a chilling tale, which it is, and that Schutz captured the mindset of the intellectually and emotionally shallow killers.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that sums it up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Emotionally. And Intellectually Shallow is a good description of that situation. Um, shoots worked for the Houston Chronicle. The book was adapted by David McKenna. Um, he was credited under a pseudonym Zachary Long after he demanded his name be removed from the film. Mm. I don't know why. And Roger Pullis. And they turned that into the film Bully from 2001, directed by Larry Clark. This is the movie that I watched. I rented it. Was it worth $3.99? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, maybe that's film, <laughs> maybe that's why you
0: wanted his name removed.
1: Maybe. <laughs> in the film, Kent was portrayed by Nick Stahl, which is a weird choice for Bobby Kent because do you know who Nick Stahl is?
0: No. Let me look him up
1: well he does not look anything like bobby kent like he is not like built up
0: oh he's the guy from the faculty
1: yes yes yes
0: not the faculty disturbing behavior i'm sorry
1: oh you're right you're right you're right i'm missing this too up and i'm also thinking i've seen him in the terminator stuff yep yep yeah so i've seen him before he just seemed like a very interesting choice to me i don't i don't know he did a good job though like i feel like he captured the situation but uh marty puccio was played by brad renfro and um we don't have to go too far into the rest of the characters but i feel like they casted pretty well from there like Mm -hmm. if you look at the pictures of the people and like know the story I feel like the casting was done pretty well. Um, Critics gave the film mixed reviews, but the late Roger Ebert was a staunch proponent of the film, and he wrote, Bully calls the bluff of movies that pretend to be about murder but are really about entertainment. His film has all the sadness and shabbiness, all the mess and cruelty and thoughtless stupidity of the real thing. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's very true. Like, the guy that directed this um i have not seen the movie kids but he also directed the movie kids and i was telling you it reminded me of the movie 13 Mm -hmm. and that the filming of it is like back and forth and like moving and it feels like you're there kind of because of the way it's filmed it's not smooth and I don't know one of the things I did not like about the movie is that um, Bijou Phillips and Rachel Minor play Allie and Lisa and you see them naked a lot and they look like they are like teenagers they're of age yeah they're of age when the movie was being filmed I think they were like in their 20s but I googled that because I was like are these girls, like, 18? Because they look like they're, like, 16. Mm-hmm. And I just don't like that. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't make me feel good. So, and not to mention, there's, like, rape in it and stuff. It's just not good. So, there's a lot. But it is very, like, in-your-face. So, Yeah. I feel, I feel like 13 was very right.
0: much like that, too.
1: Yeah. In-your-face, yes. Yep. For sure. Hmm. Um, The story was also covered on American Justice, Forensic Files, and Murder Among Friends. And the Forensic File episode has an interview with Derek, the cousin, about the murder. And I'm pretty sure that um, Lisa is also in that, but like, shadowed.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: I haven't watched that one yet, but... she was
0: released a long time ago Mm -hmm. she probably just wants to be done with it so was he though yeah i mean all
1: the girls and then the cousin derek they all got off with reasonably low sentences like Mm -hmm. not a lot of time
0: wow what they
1: learned a lesson but they do all seem to have like moved on with their
0: lives What kind of job do you get whenever you've been convicted of second-degree murder? That's what I want to know.
1: Definitely, one of the things, one of the articles I read about them, like, after the fact, said that, I don't remember if it was Allie or Lisa, but one of them was having a very hard time getting a job. I bet. And ended up, like, self-employing for something.
0: Wow. What a crazy ride that was. Nuts. So, Nuts. really, the moral of the story is pick good friends when you're young
1: and call the cops if your yeah. parents can't protect you.
0: Absolutely. At least start
1: getting that stuff on file so that you can, like, do something. I don't
0: well, know. And it's another thing to protect yourself, you know? Like, if he were to come to Allie and make do on the promise, supposedly, that he was going to kill her and her child. It's another thing for self-defense to kill someone, but it's another thing to do what they did.
1: Premeditate something off of a rumor, basically. Exactly.
0: Right. And if Lisa lied about that, I mean, the guilt that I hope she probably lives with is immense and deserves deserving. Mm hmm um yeah. because too whenever you're young you know you feel like you're kind of untouchable and that nothing's real and i mean yeah. this is very real you ended somebody's life not that they were a great person because right. bobby was definitely not a good person but wow
1: yeah uh, the Mm-mm. other thing the other one small other piece that i take issue with here is that marty was 20 years old yeah yeah Or 19, one of those two. If that's a situation, you need to either be, A, saving all your money for a couple months, or B, borrowing money and getting out of there.
0: Yeah, get away from the situation. Go somewhere.
1: And then if you want to take Lisa and your baby with you, okay, but, like, you have the means. Yeah. Like, you can figure it out. People figure it out. I mean, it's not going to be easy. But right. if this is, if your option is to murder someone or deal with some hard times, like deal with the hard times, bro.
0: Right. <laughs> there are a- always other options. <laughs> murder is not the answer. <laughs> Ever. No.
1: No. So, yeah.
0: Mm.
1: Wild. So, let me cite my sources. I used all that's wikipedia.com, forensicfilesnow.com, wickedness.net, and sportsgeta dot com I don't know what that last one is (laughs) (laughs) but I used it
0: (laughs) wow well that's that spoiler that that. Bobby was murdered
1: Bobby was murdered
0: and the alligators did not eat him so if that's ever like your plan that's a bad plan yeah I don't
1: think it's 100% gonna happen because it might not and then I'm just gonna say one more thing (laughs) Now okay. yeah, that we're done, done completely, Bobby, like his parents, like other people's parents and like adults all thought that he was like a good guy, you know, like he got decent grades. He was making things for happen for himself. Like, mm-hmm. so like perception is an interesting aspect to this, that there were adults around Now Marty's parents are a different story, but there were adults around that did not think, like, I don't think his parents suspected. Him being like that. Yeah, him being like that or that him getting murdered was a possibility because of that, you know.
0: Well, it seemed like his parents, Bobby's parents, thought Marty was the problem. And
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, bringing him down
0: at the end of the day, they weren't wrong. They were
1: right. They were right. (laughs) yeah just not for the reasons they thought so
0: wow okay
1: we leave you
0: (laughs) well we hope you enjoyed episode 137 on the murder of bobby kent keep a lookout for our giveaway post so you can enter that and get a sweet tank top and we will see you next time bye bye